There are different types of skin cancer, and it's important for all of us to know the signs, symptoms, and ways that we can prevent skin cancer. And I'm joined today by Lorraine Kemery. She's an oncology hematology nurse practitioner at the Genesis Cancer Care Center. This is Sounds of Good Health with Genesis, brought to you by Genesis Healthcare System. I'm Scott Webb. Lorraine, it's so nice to have you here today. We're going to talk about skin cancer, and I know there's different types and different things to be on the lookout for, so great to have your expertise today. Just sort of a baseline question here, what are the different types of skin cancer? I think to, you know, explain the different types of skin cancer, we first should know, you know, what is skin cancer? Yeah. Um, It's when normal cells in the skin change to abnormal cells, and they grow out of control. And when those cells grow out of control, they cause harm. So we can group them into two types of skin cancers. We have non-melanoma skin cancer and then the melanoma. The non-melanoma skin cancers include basal cell carcinomas and squamous cell carcinoma. And they can be found anywhere on your body, but they're likely to be found on your head, face, neck, back of the hands, arms, and legs. Think of the areas where the body is mostly exposed to the sun. Right. And, and then we have melanoma, and that's the one a lot of people are scared about. It can also occur anywhere on the skin, but you also need to think about the back. And then other hard-to-see areas, such as the lining of your mouth, your nose, and even genitals. We know that melanomas can run in families. So if you have a family history, please tell your family care provider. Yeah, we definitely uh, cannot outrun our family history and genetics. As you say, like some of these things we can see and some of them we can't. So what are the signs when we look at something and we go, well, you know, and we ask somebody else, hey, take a look at this. What Does, it, mm-hmm. does this yeah. look normal to you? You know, we often yes. ask family and friends and not the doctors. So what are the signs yeah. that we should be on the lookout for? So the basal cell and the squamous cell carcinomas, those are the non-melanomas. They look more like uh, pink, they're red, maybe swollen or peeling. Some people think, oh, it's an open sore or I got cut. Sometimes they bleed, they're thick or it can be crusty as well. But then the melanomas, they appear more brown, black, or even look like a birthmark at times. So there's many different features. We just have to kind of be aware of what they are and be diligent about them. Yeah, and when we think about the diligence, if you will, when should someone speak with a doctor, whether that's first their primary or a dermatologist, or, you know, we're going to get to that in a minute here, but generally speaking, if something feels suspicious, a mole, a spot, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, when is it time to see a doctor? I think ABCs. That's what you want to tell people, ABCs. A, for asymmetry, right? Does one side look the same as another? So if you fold it in half like a taco, does it lay evenly over itself or is it overlapped or B, border? Is it jagged or uneven? Those are things we also need to worry about. And then obviously the color for C, they brown, black, or mixed with red, or sometimes they're all mixed together. Something that just doesn't look uniform. The diameter for D, it's bigger than the eraser on a pencil end. Okay, that's concerning the bigger they get. Yeah. And then evolution for E. You know, does the size, the color, or the shape, does it change over time? And is it changing quickly? And I think that's what we need to know. If you have any concern or you think any more birthmark looks abnormal, just show it to your doctor and we can help you figure it out from there. Yeah. And so when we think about, you know, should we speak with our family doctor, our primary care physician, or go right to a dermatologist? What's the, you know, is it just depend on how suspicious we are of something or is there sort of an order in which we should do things? Well, both are great. You know, a family doctor and a dermatologist, you can both see them, and they're both appropriate for concerns. What I worry about sometimes is how quick you can get in to see somebody. So 
if you are established with a dermatologist and you're able to get in quickly with them, then you can go straight to that route. Family doctors, they can do smaller procedures and biopsies in the office, but they may ultimately refer you on to a dermatologist if further interventions are needed, but both are appropriate to see. Yeah, let's assume then if somebody has been diagnosed with one of the forms of skin cancer, especially melanoma, what are the treatment options? So first, I I would like to explain, you know, what the patients need to expect. Okay. So you'll likely undergo a full body exam, right, skin exam when you go in to see one of your providers. Then they'll biopsy the area. And a biopsy is a procedure where the doctor or the nurse practitioner takes a small sample of the abnormal area. And then they look at it under a microscope. And that's how they check to see if there are cancer cells in there. And then the right kind of treatment depends on the type of skin cancer and then how severe the disease is. For the non-melanomas, there's many options. They have creams, photodynamic therapy, surgery. But then for the melanomas, that's where you get into maybe more aggressive surgeries, immunotherapy, targeted cell therapy, radiation therapy, and chemotherapy. So there are many options to treat all sorts and all different types of cancer. So we're not limited anymore. Yeah, that's the great thing about medicine and science and technology is all of this is easier, right? Easier for yeah. folks mm-hmm. like yourself to, you know, to diagnose, to biopsy, to treat and so on. Here's the million dollar question. I think I know the answer to this, but we <laughs> talked earlier about how the sun is, you know, often not our friend when it comes to these things. So yeah. how do we, can we, and how do we best prevent skin cancer? So you can prevent it, right, by protecting your skin from the sun's rays. The sun exposure and the sunburns over time increase your risk for developing skin cancer. So you want to stay out of the sun in the middle of the day, usually from like 10 to 4, and that's when the sun is most intense. And if you're going to be outside during those times, then wear sunscreen and reapply often, especially if you're in the water or swimming and playing a sport maybe with increased sweating, things like that. Wear like a wide-brimmed hat that can cover your ears, nose, long sleeve shirts, and long pants are great options as well. And most importantly, which I can't stress enough, is avoiding tanning beds. That's something that is pretty detrimental to our health over the years. So, Yeah, I, I find it surprising, you know, because when I was younger, like I'm in my 50s, but when I was in my 20s, that was all the rage, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I am often surprised at how many tanning places are still in operation, how many people still do that, despite the advice and recommendations yeah. by mm-hmm. experts like yourself. <laughs> like, what is it about the tanning beds that's so bad for us? <laughs> It's the UVA and UVB rays, right? It's the rays that's directly onto the skin. So we want to try to avoid that as possible, as much right. as possible. Yeah. yeah, it's bad enough, you know, with the sun way up in the sky and yep. us being outside without protection and sunscreen or We're whatever. Close. But yep. <laughs> it's literally touching your skin. Yes. I, I see why that might be bad. Uh, well, this has been fun and educational today, yeah. Lorraine. Just want to give you a chance, final thoughts, takeaways. When we think about skin cancer, signs, symptoms, prevention, treatment options, whatever it might be, what are your final thoughts? Yeah. The thing is, is if anything's changing, just talk to your provider, right? We're there to help and make you feel comfortable and get things going if need be, but be able to talk to your provider. Yeah, that's always the best advice is that when yep. in doubt, right, you're not, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. So if something looks weird or feels yeah. weird, then, you know, suspicious, speak with your doctor, see a dermatologist, have things biopsied <laughs> and so on. So, other yeah. nice to meet you today. Great speaking with yeah, you. Thanks thank so, much. You so much. You stay well. Mm-hmm. You too. Thanks. And for more information, go to genesishcs.org slash services 
hyphen search slash cancer hyphen care. And thanks for listening to Sounds of Good Health with Genesis, brought to you by Genesis Healthcare System. If you found this podcast to be helpful, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and check out the entire podcast library for additional topics of interest. I'm Scott Webb. Stay well.